Hello and welcome to the Next in Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I'm your host, Chance Pitts, and I would like to thank you for tuning into this episode. Guys, so obviously I have a guest here with me. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see that I'm joined by my wife today, Miss Lane Pitts. Hi, guys. Well, uh, a little bit impromptu podcast, but with the topic we wanted to talk about and some of the things that have been on both of our minds, um, I figured there's a great place to do it right here uh, on the podcast. So thank you for taking the time out of your evening to conversate with me. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, first and foremost, guys, as you all know, we have housekeeping. If you like what you see here, if you get something out of it, share the show, guys. Uh, that's the number one way for us to grow, to help more people, and that's all we're looking to do here is to help as many people as possible. Uh, this will be a little, di- little bit different episode. It might not be your regular personal development scheduled stuff that we have going on, but I still hope you're able to get something good out of it. Um, as far as anything else goes with the announcements, if you're keeping up with us on social media, that's at Next in Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, uh, you'll see that we have been going hard at it with 75 hard still um about half the people that started with us have fallen prey to some sort of issue um and and failed to complete the 75 days but there's still five of us that are going hard at it um so and i also know that the five people that failed to achieve the 75 hard are still pushing on in some sort of way um doing their own thing whether they're continuing to finish things out or have changed the script a little bit but they're still working on becoming better every single day um so big shout out to them still see them doing great things and that's that's really exciting to me um i think we actually just finished up day 63 today on that um so if you're counting keeping up with us that's where we're at there we've also got brazos been 50 coming up on the first of april very excited about that um a couple of us doing the 50 miler uh, a couple of people out there doing the 50K. Sounds like we'll have some people doing the 5K, the 25K, and a 10K as well. So okay. pretty packed house. We're going to have a lot of people out there. Um, if you want to be part of that, give us a shout. Shoot us a DM on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, let us know if you want to come run that with us or just hang out. But as I said, today we're talking about something a little bit different. And excuse the mic a little bit, guys. We've got... One mic here. I had some audio <laughs> issues. Um, I'm missing a cord that I thought I had, so kind of threw a kink in the plan that we had going on. But hey, we roll with it. So, as we were saying, this weekend we had a gender reveal up in Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. um, at your sister's house up there, um, and found out that even with all the bets going on, even with all the people that told us that they feel like it's a boy and all the craziness going on. And that they were never wrong. Never wrong. Never, never wrong. wrong. Um, we're having a baby girl in July. We are. So very, very excited about that. <laughs> um, it's going to be crazy, going to be a lot of changes. But um, with that, I mean, being around so many people and being up there in that environment um you get hit with a ton of questions and a lot of questions and i don't think you have the answers for any of them right then and there um dang sure don't have the perfect answers and uh so today what we wanted to do is we wanted to take some of those different questions we've been asked and some of them that we have for each other 
and uh, really take a deep dive into what those look like and uh, maybe some answers to them. So that's what we want to do here today. Um, I know this isn't your typical personal development stuff we have scheduled, but it'll definitely be sprinkled in throughout here um, from time management, plans for ourselves, how we're going to stay organized, motivated, and moving in the right direction (laughs) with all of this. Um, So I hope you guys enjoy it, but you ready to roll down some of these questions? Sure. So number one, I'll let you start. Did you want a boy or a girl? I really didn't care. Um, I'm all, I've always been an advocate of as long as it's happy, healthy baby, I'm good to go. Um, I didn't really have a preference towards one or the other, but I will say from the get-go, I told you this, from the get-go, I just had a feeling it was a girl. I don't, like, everyone was diving into these wives' tales. and you talk this way a little bit. Everyone was diving into these wives' tales, and I was just... I just had a hunch. I had a feeling it was a girl and everyone I've talked to, every woman that I've talked to has said the same thing that they always had a hunch at the beginning and usually that hunch was right. So my preference, it really didn't matter to me, Um, but I am excited that it's a girl. Yeah. um, So on the other side of things, I coming from a family with a lot of boys and having much more experience with that, and getting into the athletic and compar- uh, competitive side of things here in the last couple of uh, years of life again and reigniting that fire. I'll admit, I wanted a boy. Um, definitely thought it would be easier, something I'd have a better grasp on in some ways. Yeah, maybe I should have said that or said, mentioned that. I'm one of four girls, so I'm a little, I feel like I'm a little more comfortable with it being a girl. I, I'm not sure what I would have. I mean, I'm sure it would have been fine with a boy, but Absolutely. yeah, I see where you're coming from. But yeah, with that said, I mean, it's it's one of those things that I wanted a healthy and happy baby as well, no matter what. That's the most important thing to me. Um, at the end of the day, it, I, it really didn't matter either way to me as long as we had that, the healthy and happy baby. But I was pulling a little bit for the boy side of things, um, and hey... You don't always get what you expect. You weren't the only one. (laughs) No, there was was a lot of bets, a lot of people um, really, really wanting to have a little baby boy rolling around here. Uh, But hey, whatever whatever happens, like we said, healthy and happy is a priority. And we are extremely lucky and looking forward and excited about the idea of having a baby girl. Um, Even since finding out the news just... Yesterday, I mean, yeah. a lot of excitement and a lot of different thoughts have come this way that, I don't know, it, it weren't necessarily there before because I had kind of a one-track mind in a lot of ways. I, I did expect that it was going to be a girl. I had a hunch as well, and uh, I just thought there's no way I can, I can get lucky enough to get a boy on the first shot. So um, You are lucky enough to have a girl. That's what I'm saying. I'm lucky enough to have a girl <laughs> now, but I, I wasn't going to get exactly what i was kind of optimistically hoping for but obviously there's nothing wrong with the girl either Um, you see some great guys out there like nick bear right now just had him a baby girl and it's gonna be a crazy cool thing it's cool seeing a lot of these role models in my life uh, being girl dads quote unquote girl dads um, and how they're taking it all in stride and, and rolling with it well that was question number one 
Question number two, we kind of answered it in some ways, but what do you think about having a baby girl? What's your opinion on it? Yeah, again, one of four girls, and I have two younger sisters, so I I feel like I'm more comfortable with a girl. Um, I knew that going into it, though, whenever we first found out that I was pregnant, um, and people were asking, boy or girl, like, which do you want? Uh, that was usually my answer is I would probably more be more comfortable with a girl just because I've, I'm not going to say that I've done it. I have not been obviously been a parent, but I've babysat, I've changed the diapers, I've dealt with the hormones and the attitudes. I had them myself. So that scares me a little bit. Um, but what do I think about having a girl? I mean, it's going to be good. It was going to be good either way, but I'm excited. Yeah, I, and same question to me. I'm a little nervous about it. Um, <laughs> I am way out of my element. No idea. Um, but hey, we're going to learn. We're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm really looking forward to getting to understand that side of things. I think it's going to make me change in some ways. I think it's going to change my approach in some ways because I can be pretty hot-headed. I can be pretty direct yeah. with things, especially whenever I'm comfortable somewhat with them. And I know this whole thing is going to be something that I'm not used to or comfortable with, whether it's a boy or a girl, but even more so with a girl because I I am not as familiar with the growing up process. I mean, I've got family members that have girls. I've got a lot of friends that have girls um, and I, I get that there's kind of a groove that you fall into, but it's going to be a learning curve for me, um, and, and I'm very excited about it. I've always loved the idea of having a daughter, um, but just never really kind of had my mind wrapped around it until now. I'm still working on that, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a very exciting thing. I'm looking forward to it. I'm very optimistic um, about having a girl and, and what that's going to look like and just the growth that's going to come with that as well question number three do we have a name picked out yeah well we've come to an agreement on a name basically <laughs> yes like we're we we're leaning pretty dang heavy on a name um but because we've i mean we've told fa- the family that was at the gender reveal and friends that are like family but we're kind of cute we're kind of keeping it to ourselves just because i guess we aren't at that hundred percent i would say we're probably at like a 94 96% yeah, and are just looking to think on it a little bit more to make sure that we're 100%. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely do have a name. Like she said, we don't want to kick it out there just yet. Um, I'm going to kind of keep it with us a little bit, but we actually, we had thought of a boy name. <laughs> oh, we had Long. a boy name in the books for, before I was pregnant, we yeah. had a boy name in the books. And so everybody was calling. That was one of the things was before we found out what we were having, everybody would, because they thought it was a boy, they would they would call it by its name, the, yeah. name, the boy name that we had picked out. So it, Plot yeah. twist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tricked everyone. Um, but moving on to number four, are you nervous or are you excited? I mean, both. Isn't every first time parent nervous and excited because i've never done this before everything is new but i'm also excited because i mean this i've always wanted to be a mom and now i'm blessed enough to be one yeah and so i yeah i'm I'm nervous of course 
and I'm excited. I I would agree a little bit of both. Um, I'm very excited. I it's one of those things that I this wasn't necessarily a planned thing, um, but at the same time we both looked forward to being parents and having that aspect of our lives uh, uh, be something that we get to explore and learn in and. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very excited for that reason. Nervous for the same reasons. Um, also, being a girl, it it's different. I feel like I'm going to have to grow some uh, some thick skin and some <laughs> big feet that I can put down the, at times and not be a pushover. Um, but make sure that I I do everything I need to do to make sure that I uh, I'm the best version of myself that I can be for the kid. And there's a lot of pressure in raising another human. So, I mean, it's pretty nerve-wracking in that expense. But I'd say more so excited than I am nervous at this point. Just because we've had so many big changes come through uh, just in the past few years. And so many things that we've fought and overcome and, and battled against. And this is going to be, I think, a great opportunity. I don't look at it as anything that's going to be scary or or a setback or anything like that i know some people have have had that mindset before with kids and whatnot and i i just don't see that so i definitely excited number five is a question that probably goes a little bit more towards me on here but i do want your commentary on it um for sure but i've been asked several times how will having a baby affect my running career and the reason I've been asked that so much is because obviously with ultra marathons and the craziness and everything I'm involved in, uh, from the podcast to helping coach people, giving people advice, um, all of these things are very, very time consuming. I'm running seven days a week, um, sometimes for hours at a time. Um, and people are wondering how the heck I'm going to do that whenever we've got a baby running around. And honestly, I am too a little bit. Um, I don't know fully what that's going to look like. Um, and I guess all of these questions we can preface with saying that we're, we're giving our answers now. We'll review this back in the... Yeah, we'll do a post-baby podcast. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> to see if we were right or wrong or, uh, or, or where we landed on the scale of that. But I think as we figure this out and work into a schedule... It's like anything else. You just got to make time for the things that you want. Um, and, and running something that I want to be a part of my life. Um, committed myself to a big race that I'll be gone for about a week for in October. Um, and that's something that we know about and mm-hmm. that we are planning for. And we're going to work around it. Um, I've also got hours upon hours probably of training that are going to just be stacked up as we get closer to October too. And it's going to be crazy with an infant, with a mm-hmm. newborn. Um, not going to lie. I'm not looking forward to having to get up a couple hours earlier if I want to get my runs in or staying up a few Maybe. hours later. Yeah. Um, but Hey, we've got a great support system. We've got a good line of communication between my wife and I, and I genuinely think it's something that's still sustainable because there's a lot of people I see that don't make the choice, but there's just as many out there that are choosing to indulge in certain aspects of their life that they want to, they don't want to give up, and they're able to successfully implement that into their schedule with a baby. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about it, especially with me tying up a week here in October and all the running time and all the... All the training. So that's something that we had just, we discussed 
right when I first found out that I was pregnant because it was becoming, it was getting close to time to signing up for signing up for that big long race. And I mean, we talked about it. You mentioned it, that our, our line of communication is pretty open. And one thing that me as a soon to be mom and wife kind of laid out was, look, everything's going to change. We, we already know this. Just, I don't, I don't want you to give up the things that you're passionate about. And obviously running is one of those. Um, so just know that when you sign up for this race, there's still going to be the expectation that you are also my husband, that you are still my husband through that training, but you're also going to be a dad to a, a first time dad to a newborn. So that brings on a whole nother load of responsibility and so just knowing that the expectation that you're there for both of those and if you feel like and I know that you feel like this and you are 100% capable of it as long as you're capable and willing and able to handle your training schedule because I mean when it comes closer to the race probably six weeks out whenever you're doing those long runs you're gone for like what four to five hours at a time yeah on long runs I can be, and then whenever I'm doing split run schedules, I mean, I'm gone for a couple hours in the morning and then three hours in the evening. So, I yeah. mean, it's... So, that might be where we rely on our support system just a little bit more, um, but we, you signed up for this race knowing that we were going to have an, a newborn and a one, two-month-old uh, by the time the race came around, and he knows what my expectations are of him and he has expectations for himself as a dad. So uh, is it going to affect your running career? Absolutely. Because a kid's going to affect your entire life. But that in our opinion, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still do the things that you're passionate about. Again, we might do this post baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And our, our answers might change a little bit just because we aren't parents yet. These these are really just goals that we're going after into parenthood. I'd agree with that. And I mean, as, as our child gets older, it'll be a lot easier to handle some of these things too. Not quite as reliant upon needing somebody there 24 seven, just, the ability to do everything. So I mean, I, I could throw a baby in a stroller and with some sort of entertainment and they can be okay on a run with me. For you might say that a bit a quicker while. next time. I might, I could throw a baby in a stroller and then you pause. <laughs> Nobody would have said anything if you didn't bring it up. Uh, no, I, there's, there's ways that I can, stay involved and still do the things I want to do is what I'm trying to say. um, Which goes to the next question. Let's go to the next question. Yeah, which which ties into the next question. Number six, how do you not plan on losing... How do you plan on not losing your identity when the baby comes? I'll let you finish your thought on... Because that running and everything ties into that, and then I'll go on. I'll I'll answer. Well, it, it ties back into what I said earlier with you make time for the things that you want in life and what you deem is important. And if I've learned anything in these past couple of years, one of the most important things to me besides my family and friends and my career is taking care of myself. And those three things 
take precedence over each other at different times. And I hate to say that because it sounds like maybe something's more important than the other, but it it's not like that. There will never be a time that running is more important than my kid. There will never be a time that my career is more important than my kid or my wife for that matter. But there will be a time whenever that's where my focus is because I've got to make time for it. I've got to carve out a schedule and I've got to commit to it because if I choose to do that or if I say I'm going to do that, but then I let every little thing change it or I let how tired I am from dealing with my career or dealing with something with the kid or a wife or or something like that. If I, if I let those things take my mind off of that, and allow me to just be completely blocked away from that, I'm not going to be able to achieve the things I want to achieve. And I want to make sure that that I'm able to continue this road. I mean, I'm, I've worked very hard to break into a running career and start a running career. I'm still so new. I've been doing this two and a half years, and, and that's nothing. You don't mature as a runner until you're five, six years into this deal. And it's going to be something I'm going to have to commit a lot of time to. I'm going to have to really push. Um, but I want to make sure that I, I block out time and I stay organized enough to stay doing that and to stay doing this podcast and to help people and, and be there to answer questions, to give advice, to just be involved and, and assist people where I can with this. I mean, those are the things that are very important to me. And, and that's part of me not losing my identity and not stepping away from the person I want to be. Yeah. Um, This is a big question for me. This is something I've talked about with uh, my older sister, who's a mom. um, And some of my friends that are moms is how do how do I not lose myself in becoming a mom? Um, Because obviously, I want to give this baby, I want to give this girl, I got to start remembering to say girl. Um, I want to give this girl everything that I have and be the best mom that I can be for her. But I also, I want to be myself. I want to be the girl who reads all the time or um, just goes to the different activities. And so how I, I've actually thought a lot about this throughout my entire pregnancy so far. And my main thing is just to make sure to keep communication open with Chance. Like, hey, like I know we're obviously both going to be exhausted. And I mean, I'm not sugarcoating any of this. Like I know that parenting is hard and I know that the first few months are going to be the most exhausted I've ever been. But just making sure I keep that communication open with Chance, um, with you, that like I'm, I'm reaching a point where I'm either I'm close to burnout or I'm already there or anything like that, just keeping the communication open of how I'm feeling and I how, how I understand that he's also might be at that point, but if he could just give me, whether it's like half a day, a couple hours, a quick trip to even just like the grocery store or to Sonic to get a vanilla Dr. Pepper <laughs> and just to... just take a second to decompress to get out to get give myself a chance to get out of the headspace of being a mom and just being able to take a breather that's how I picture not losing myself in the first few months now long game I don't I don't feel like I can answer that until I'm a parent I feel like I can set my set goals for myself and I can share those later on but I don't 
long game, like once they become toddlers and then actually start getting active into sports and school, how do I not get so absorbed in that? I feel like I can't tell you until I become a parent. I can only give you my goals, which I feel like are attainable, but I mean, they might not be. No, I, I won't know until I'm a parent. <laughs> I think it's fair. I think you can dang sure try to do those things, and I I agree. I think that's going to be really important, and I, I worry about it more so for you because there's going to be things that you have to do as a mother that I can't necessarily do, and there's going to be, I, I don't know, there's a certain level of bonding and care and emotional connection that I don't get me wrong, it's it's there for the father as well, but, I mean, you carried a baby for nine months, so it's yeah. stronger there, and, and there's going to be times where I can't step in on certain things, but, I mean, that's going to be one of the, the biggest things, and, and that ties into number seven, and I want you to start answer, or what the answer to this one first. Um, how do you plan to make sure you are putting your spouse first? And this is kind of a supporting question to the one we just answered in a lot of ways yeah and that's that's so I don't want to say that that's a hard question because well it is a hard question because if I were to sugarcoat this I would say no like it won't be a problem at all like (laughs) but no you have a whole baby you have a whole infant (laughs) that is relying on you to take care of it because obviously it can't take care of itself so this is something that Chance and I have talked about too is um, not losing our our identity, and then also remembering that um, as husband and wife, we put we put each other first. But I think in putting each other first and taking care of the baby will partially go hand in hand. Is how I've kind of configured it in my head because, and you mentioned it. There are some things that, like as as a mom and as a dad that we approach differently with the, with the baby, just because there's, there's different kind of bonding there. Right. So how do I make sure that within that bonding and within that mom guilt and obligation to take care of my child the best that I can, how do I make sure that my husband is also right there in my radar? Um, and I guess I don't have any specific like goals. I feel bad. <laughs> I don't have any specific goals on how to keep you um, priority. But I guess the first thing that comes to mind, I've always talked to him. He used to roll his eyes at this, but I used to always talk about love languages and like what his love language is versus what my love language is. And I, over the years throughout our relationship, I've tried to get better about not just giving him the kind of love that I like, which is acts of service, but actually going and making sure that I'm loving him the way he likes to be loved, the way his love language is. So I think just making sure that I keep those at the forefront of my mind, but also how I like to be loved, acts of service, is probably going to play a big role in that. Like making sure, like throughout the week, I make sure, like, well, I try to. Sometimes I, sometimes I'm not that great at this, but like making sure like the laundry's done or like the dishes are clean and make like making sure you have. Nobody who doesn't have an ultra runner husband will understand this, but making sure you have enough freaking shorts to wear. 
for your workouts. Yep. <laughs> and sometimes it's not even making sure that you have shorts. Sometimes it's making sure that he has the right shorts that he likes to wear. So just knowing knowing those little things about your spouse and just keeping those in mind whenever you go to do like you're going to be completely overwhelmed, but there is stuff that you're going to have to get done for the baby that you could also do at the same time as helping your husband. I I'm hoping that's how it's going to be. Obviously, I'm not a parent yet. But that's how for the first few months when we feel like we're just drowning, that's how I hope to keep you and hope and plan to keep you first priority. Absolutely. And to follow that up with my answer, I mean, I a lot of the same um remembering the way that you want to be loved and the approach that makes you feel the most appreciated and the most supported uh, is going to be very, very key throughout all of this. And I mean, with the acts of service thing, just taking care of the things around here that need to be taken care of Mm -hmm. and getting things set up so that we are successful, so that things aren't worrisome and, and you don't have to worry about us not having something in place that we need in place, whether it's getting the laundry room fixed up before the baby comes <laughs> so everything's easier. We have a laundry room that's kind of cluttered right now. It's not, it wasn't set up great whenever we moved in, so we're going to rearrange it. Um, but also getting the nursery set up and making sure I'm getting everything put together, organized, get all the stuff out of there that we don't need anymore, the guest furniture and whatnot, um, and getting some of those things going. But then on the other side, the communication is going to be absolutely huge, like always, um, and giving you an opportunity to, to have your breaks. Because I, one thing I'm, I'm really good at is utilizing the running and the working out and the things that I do separate as my mental breaks, mm-hmm. and I'm able to kind of double up. And I, no matter what, I'm going to find a time that the baby's asleep or that you've got things 100% under control and I'm going to make sure I take care of those things for me. So remembering that I need to give you an opportunity to do that as well mm-hmm. and a chance to break free, even if it is for that 10-minute drive to Sonic to go get the, <laughs> the vanilla Dr. Pepper or, or to the grocery store or whatever it is. And if I can step in and take on the role, and I, I do want to be a very involved dad. I want to have that kind of relationship with our children. I, I think that... And I'm not to dive into something that honestly shouldn't even be political, but nowadays it is. But I there are gender roles, and, and I understand mm-hmm. that there are certain things that, that as a man, you do, providing, protecting, all of these different things that, that are what you have to do. And a lot of those require me to be all over the state right now with my career. And that's part of providing and keeping a roof over our head and food on the table and all of that. And I want to make sure that that I'm able to handle my things, but not just handle my side of things that expect is expected of me as a man, but assist you where I can on the other side of things and make sure that I'm taking care of the laundry so that, hey, if I'm bitching about not having the right shorts for a run, you know, maybe I could have gone and started the laundry too, you know, <laughs> or, or something like that. No, that I mean, would be too simple. It, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> personal growth as we go into this, but, um, just, just saying like, I'd, the number one thing is making sure that you get a break, making sure I'm taking care of some of the things that, that might've been on your radar and, 
just being as involved as I can. I mean, it's not your job to change all the diapers. It's not your job to stay up and take care of the baby and get it back to sleep if it wakes up in the middle of the night and, and needs something. Or She, yes, I know. I need to move to that too. But um, if she needs something, and, and that's something I'm going to have to to work on figuring out and growing towards as well. So number eight, what's your biggest concern or worry about being a parent? So this is kind of a two part answer for me, I guess my biggest concern or worry for my, for me, myself as lane is losing my identity. Like I said, I've talked about this with my sisters and my, uh, my other friends that are moms. I've talked about, about it with chance that that is a bit, that's, probably my biggest concern for myself is I don't want to lose myself. I want to make sure that I stay. I mean, obviously my identity is going to shift because I'm, because I'll have a, I'll have a baby to take care of and that's the best thing ever. Um, so there's going to be shifts in my identity, but I just don't want it to consume. I don't want it to be all that I am. Like I still want to be, I still want to be myself. And so a concern regarding both me and our little girl is I probably what every first time mom's biggest concern is as I just want to, I want to do everything right. But I also know that I'm, that's not realistic. That's not feasible to do everything right. And just accepting that it doesn't make the worry go away. It doesn't make you stop wanting to do everything right but it just I guess it'll help it helps alleviate some of it knowing that I'm just gonna I'm doing the best that I can I'm doing as much research as I can asking everybody all the questions asking the doctors all the questions just to be the best mom that I can be for this little girl um and knowing that I'm gonna screw up along the way it just it happens and but I'm just gonna try to do the next right the next right thing yeah, I agree. And I'll answer it the same way you did in two parts. I mean, biggest concern for myself is making sure that I'm taking care of myself like I need to. I'm the world's worst about not resting and not recovering and not giving ample time for those things. And I'll just take on more and more and bury myself in the dirt and then end up crashing out. <laughs> at some point and then waking up and doing it all over again um, once I feel good again. And I, that's not something that I think is sustainable through this and not something that I want to carry into this as a habit. Now, along with that, the second part of that question, I guess the answer to that question, um, and more importantly, I think that the biggest concern for me is is raising a human being that is good that is responsible and and that turns out to be a a respectable human being that that does the right thing and is just genuinely good i know that's a broad term but there's so much convoluted crap in this world that we live in right now and there's so many people trying to push so many different ideas out there into this world and not all of them are bad, but a lot of them are confusing, and a lot of them are really not for a kid to try to wrap their mind around, and I think if that 
starts to happen too early or if somebody attempts to put something into their learning or their mind too early before they're ready to capture that. I mean, I want our kids to be kids. I want our kids to have an opportunity to grow up in some of the ways that we did and to learn important things at a young age about work ethic and making the right choices and good decisions and and understanding character of people and what it takes to be a good person, like I said, and, and to not get caught up in all the crap of today. I mean, everywhere you look, there's social media, the news, TV shows, books, whatever it is. There's there's so many opportunities, and, and that's one of my biggest concerns is just making sure that that I play a buffer in a lot of ways, but I'm also open-minded enough to know when my biases are coming in and things that don't necessarily need to fit into that part of things either. So just figuring out how to balance balance that. And, and I know there's never a time when you're going to get all of those things right, but just doing the absolute best that we can with it, that's a huge concern for me. Yeah. Next on here, number nine, how is your perspective changed during pregnancy they're number 10 with it okay number 10 how has it stayed the same oh (laughs) so how has my perspective changed during pregnancy are we talking like my perspectives my perspectives before i got pregnant and how they are now yeah i mean yeah i mean do you want me to answer first yeah you go ahead and answer first uh, I mean, a small example of that for me is there's always situations whenever I'd I'd kind of look at things from the outside looking in and be like, well, that, that's so counterintuitive. It doesn't make sense as to why you would do this. Why don't you just like quickest point or quickest route from point A to point B is a straight line. Like there's, there's so many decisions that I see people make as parents that, that don't make fully sense to me or I guess didn't but as we get closer and as we look at things and and we start to start to really evaluate things and try to understand them I mean there's a method to the madness that I do not understand and I will not understand until I get in there so I've made a lot of not necessarily judgments but kind of observations about people and and what they've done and just had that mindset of I'm not going to do that whenever I have my kids or or man yeah my kid's going to be just like that because I'm going to do this this way and I'm figuring out very quickly that it doesn't work that way (laughs) and that's okay so that's a huge shift of perspective for me um, away from the way I've thought but um, how it stayed the same I I still think like I just talked about in the previous point I still think some of the best and most important things you can do for your kids is to have them around the right people to manage the inputs that they get whether that's from the ipad or whether that's from because i I know you you're going to talk about this at some point in here reminded me but we talked about not having ipad kids that were staring at the screen all the time but there's a method to the madness with that too and also just it's one of those situations where I I want to I want to do everything that we do as a productive thing. I want to stay invested, and and that's always been a very high priority. And maybe that's why I was kind of I wasn't I always planned on having kids. We talked about that, but I I've been like not necessarily hesitant, but 
I wasn't going to push the issue until it was time. And I think part of the reason was because I know that I'm going to be so invested in trying to make sure that we don't screw up <laughs> that it's going to be a lot. It's going to be high stress for me. It's going to be um, something I'm very invested in. It takes a lot of my time because of that. And sorry, I know I got a little long-winded, but how has your perspective changed and how has it stayed the same? Kind of along the same lines as you is it was really easy, even just like five years ago, um, when some people our age five years ago were starting to have kids, it was e- it's so easy to just pop off and say, oh, my kid's not going to do that. And I, I am very... I'm ashamed to say that, yeah, that came, those words came out of my mouth. And my mom can attest to it because I'm sure she's one of the ones that I told a lot of those to. Um, so how has it changed? I've accepted uh, – how has it changed from – I'll say two years ago. I won't say pre-pregnancy. Um, but from about two years ago, I was – I was quick to judge, and I guess that just goes with my mental development that I've had, not necessarily me being pregnant, um, but just shifting from what every kid's different, every parent's different, every parent has their own parenting technique, and some I I don't I don't I don't think I would even say that some do it better than others. They just have a different way of doing it. And the outcomes might not be as great for some as they are for others, but just accepting that, accepting and understanding that you can say that your kid's not going to do something, but here they come doing exactly what you said they were never going to do. Um, as far as the iPads go, like or screens in general, not just iPads, but that's a goal of ours is to it's for our little girl to not have a whole lot of screen time um to give her a childhood similar to ours that was outside and full of activities and stuff like that um we didn't have cable growing up or streaming services so that probably helped with us not having a lot of screen time but just making sure that we're content we're we're putting the effort into giving them things to do that aren't related to the screen. Um, but yeah, so that's one thing that's changed is just my shift of honestly judgment. I'm just going to call it what it was. It was judgment. Um, and how has it stayed the same? Um, this is kind of specific, but I've always had goals as far as nutrition for my kids. Um, nutrition's always been a big, well, not always, but it's, it's been a pretty important part of my life. I've always tried to stick to the healthier routes. Um, I typically leave, live at 80, 20, which is like 80% nutrition based and 20%. You give yourself a little bit of grace. Um, lifestyle 80, 20 has always been the best for me. Um, has it sometimes fluctuated to a 60, 40 or a 50, 50? Absolutely. But one thing that I've always wanted for my kid is just to make sure that I'm, I am making the best decision, best decisions I can for my kid as far as their nutrition goes, but also just helping them develop those, I don't even want to say healthy habits, but just habits in general where they reach for one thing instead of maybe another, um, 
So yeah, that's super specific, but that's something that has stayed the same. It's really just a goal, not really a perspective. Um, cause again, I'm not a parent, but I've had role models, my sister, my aunts, my mom, I was gonna say your mom. um, I've had, I've had plenty of people show me that it's, it's doable. And that was a big part of it for me is I can see, I'm able to watch people raise their own kids with those decisions in mind. And they're not so overwhelming that it doesn't seem doable. Like it's little things like, okay, we'll just make sure that they have some, we make sure we always have fruit in the fridge and that's what we offer as a snack or something like that. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I know this has ran a little bit longer than we expected it to, I think, but Hey, here we are. It's been fun. Um, but we do have one more question to answer and this one could get a little bit out there depending on how we answer it. But, um, both of us have made kind of pretty big transitions, personal development wise in the past couple of years. And I think those are going to be things that stick with us throughout our parenting time and and techniques that we use and the question is how will the changes that we've made in the past couple of years affect us as parents how do you think i'll let you take the lead on this one okay um well just rewinding three years ago i know everybody kind of knows the story if you've listened to the podcast but i was a guy that ate like crap drank a whole lot. Finances, I took care of business, but I was always a little bit more free with my money. Um, Career-wise, that was the one area that I put all of my emphasis on. I didn't take care of my physical health or exercise. Um, I kind of scoffed at the idea of uh, eating healthy or making good decisions (laughs) for myself. And she laughs because I... I would literally, she would try to get me to eat something healthy and I would laugh at her. I would tell her, no, no way. And I would commence eating the worst things in the world. And uh, <laughs> I got some recipes if you're out there needing some. Um, but no, it it was it was a very grave sight and it was a very bad path I was headed down. And I can't help but imagine how bad that would be for me to raise a kid in that culture that I had growing around me and, and the, I don't know, the, the echo chamber of bad decisions I had created for myself in a lot of ways. And, and I think I had to go through that to get to where I'm at and understand everything that I'm dealing with now. But the good thing about it is these changes in the past year are ones that are very sustainable. I mean, I talked about couple episodes ago or an episode ago now, uh, walking away from alcohol. And I think that's a great thing that I'll be able to pass down. Do I expect my kids to never drink? No, I expect them to work through it and gain an understanding in some of the same ways I did, hopefully not to the extent that I did, but hey, they're going to have to live their own lives. And at the same time with a diet, I made some terrible dietary decisions. I gained 60 pounds and then lost it and and finally got my stuff together. And I hope that those are things that we can implement because I do want my kids to eat a healthy, um, a healthy diet of foods and to make good decisions for themselves and about what they put in their bodies. And I mean, it's gotten to the point now that, I mean, even whenever... We're talking about like 
protein content and calcium supplements and stuff like that you're taking for pregnancy like I'm pushing really hard now because I understand <laughs> the importance of good food and making sure you have the right things in your body and so it's a pretty crazy swing for us to be at that point but it's it's also the physical activity and the capability of, of your your body and understanding how all those things tie into each other and the confidence and how you grow as a person mentally from doing hard things and handling adversity and and those are all things from the past couple of years that I genuinely want to pass on and from that I've got some great relationships that have been fostered and some people that I'm around all the time now um, that I want my kid around I, I want them to be the influences that they have around and and there's a lot of people that have been cut out of that circle too that I'm glad in some ways in some ways I do miss the fact that they, my, my kid won't be around them or, and won't get to experience some of the like genuinely funny and interesting people that I've met over my lifetime, but there's a lot of people that make terrible decisions that I'm glad won't be around as well. And and it's it's crazy to think about the path that we've walked the past couple of years and the changes that have been made, but I think they've all been very, very much beneficial. And I think there's other things that we're going to have to talk to them about, especially with balance and, and organization and, and making sure that you're making time for everything that's important, not just the one thing that seems important at the time. But that's all things for way later down the line. I think I think those things are going to tie into being a parent and making sure that I'm making the best decisions or the least bad decision, I mm-hmm. guess, at times. And But also making sure I prioritize things and I don't, don't forget about you and I don't forget about me and, and the things that we need to be successful as parents. Those are all going to be very important and, and great takeaways that I've been able to pull out of the past few years so yeah to kind of play off of what you've already said um my my personal development um the past few years I mean it, it was kind of jump-started whenever Chance started his first round of 75 hard and just seeing him go through that and the mental toughness that had to go into it um kind of jump-started mine but mine's not near as drastic I should say, like, I didn't lose 60 pounds, <laughs> um, but... You didn't, you didn't have 60 pounds to lose either, though, so... Oh, uh, well, sure. Um, but just, I've always been probably a little too stingy with... Well, not stingy, but frugal, I guess. Frugal's with, a better word. With yeah. my money. Um, so as far as finance, you hit on finances, that's never really been an issue for me Uh, my parents taught me or had that ingrained in me we talked about that this weekend actually the gender reveal at a from a young age Um, and nutrition has always been a big part of my life like I said I've always tried to live um, my actually my old roommate Alyssa had a big um, impact and influence on that because just in college we we definitely treated ourselves but we always tried to eat healthier meals Um, and so that's a big that's a big part of just who I am um, but how my perfect or my personal development, um, is going to affect this is I kind of look at it as combining our personal development journeys. Cause we're at the end of the day, we're a team, like we're, we're a team, we're partners going into this parenthood journey together. And so seeing how, how the different, um, characteristics and traits that have really um come to the light through 
this personal development, like Chance is very driven and he does run himself into the ground all the time. But, and for me, I've, what would you say the biggest trait that has come up in my personal development? In the past couple of years? Yeah. Probably one of the biggest things with you is, it's really, it's really tough to say, but you've, you found a little bit more balance with yourself in a lot of ways because you, back whenever you were eating super, super healthy and stuff, like you would get really into that and, and really involved and you would like be very careful with everything you did. And then with the money thing, you always used to be so careful and so frugal with everything. <laughs> it you, was bad. You wouldn't spend any money. And and even on, on the other side of things, like you would – you used to be like kind of the neat, clean freak kind of person that was super obsessed with always having a clean yeah. house. Yeah, and- so balance is probably a good way to put it. Balance, and I was, I'm was i able to probably prioritize a little bit better. Back then, yeah. I used to let myself be swayed by, like, if I was watching a really good show, I'd be like, oh, just a few more episodes, and then I'll go do the dishes or something like that. Now I'm, I feel like I'm able to, you know, okay, no, let's get, let's get done what needs to get done first, and then we'll we'll be able to do that later and but that also goes into the whole balance thing um so i i think just our personal development journeys going into this and these traits that have really shined through the top one would be communication we we've always had a decent community i feel like you yeah. might chance might disagree <laughs> sometimes um i feel like our communication has always been pretty on par but even going through this with his training schedules, as busy as our life has seemed now, um, I I know that's one thing everybody keeps telling me is like, oh, what free time? Don't get used to that. But as busy as our lives are going to get and as busy as they have been in the past, like when we were doing long distance, going somewhere every single weekend that was over four hours away, we all, we were always able to keep up that communication line between each other and I think that throughout our whole personal development journeys that is the one thing that's really gonna hopefully shine whenever we become parents is just our ability to communicate even when we're burnt out stressed out completely overwhelmed completely drowning we've usually always been pretty good about i mean there's of course there's outbursts every now and then everybody's got their but um i think our communication is really what's gonna help us as spouses be better parents and in turn i think that's gonna also help us raise a kid a pretty decent kid i'm hoping so we've already made jokes that yeah, it's going to, or she's going to be the kind of kid that, like, just reads, sits around, plays some Dungeons and Dragons. Does she's n- going to do sports. Does nothing athletic. If she, likes, if she likes sports, she'll be a good, no, she's going to be a good kid and we're just going to do our best. No, that's, I mean, that's absolutely right. Not. I'm looking forward to it. Like we said, we're not in the shoes of parents just yet. We're going to be very soon, four months away. Um, but These are all goals. These are goals. We'll, we'll, we'll say it that way. These are all goals that we're hoping to have. And some, There might be some parents that listen to this that are like, oh, 
good luck with that, buddy. And, <laughs> and if, we might be saying the same post-baby. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you know. But if you are that and you think that we're going about this the wrong way or you think that you've got some recommendations or some advice, drop it in the comments. Let Absolutely. us know. We're always open to, to constructive criticism and heading the right way. But I've also, I think we've been through a lot of things and we have the ability to pivot and make adjustments in a lot of ways that are going to keep us in the right headspace and headed the right direction. Uh, but that's all the questions I've got. Do you have any that you've got that we mm, haven't talked about? No, I've talked enough tonight. I think so. Uh, <laughs> so creeping up on an hour. But guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. Babe, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, really looking forward to everything. Excited about a baby girl being added to the Pitts family here. Um, but guys, you know that if there's anything I can ever do for you, I'm more than happy to do it. So don't hesitate to reach out. Like I said, on social media, that's at Next In Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Also, if you enjoyed the podcast, guys, share the show with somebody that might enjoy it as well. That just helps us grow. We've had a lot of growth and a lot of good numbers coming in here recently. So thank you for those that are putting it out there. Um, it's been really, really cool and really exciting to see that. But guys, keep pushing, challenge yourself, and always be prepared for whatever is next in line. <laughs>